So we got off on that tangent last week about the uh, the Undertaker. Yeah. About you know the dead, let the dead bury the dead. Blah 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 blah. And then uh, now the important thing <laughs> is, uh, you know, we got onto that tangent. We thought like obviously there's the wrestler. But, you know, our redneck minds went the other direction, too, with, like, monster trucks. So there is an Undertaker monster truck. Okay. But the famous one that I think we were kind of thinking of, or at least popped into my head, was Gravedigger. That's probably the one I was thinking about. And I think I've seen that one do, I mean, I I don't know what you call it, monster truck. I've seen it rally. Because you're not racing or anything. I've seen that monster truck truck (laughs) when I was a kid. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so there is a Gravedigger, but I think the more famous one is... Or there is an Undertaker, but the more famous one is Gravedigger. Okay, yeah. Just to clarify, I mean, we gotta, you know, we don't want to lose our cred here. No, no, our we, credibility. Yeah, we do all the important research here. <laughs> so, literally, the only research I've ever done for this show. <laughs> How long did it take you to? Uh, uh, about five minutes. Okay, yeah. No yeah. less than that. <laughs> five seconds. Solid work here. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so again, uh, I'm Neil, and well, first of all, welcome to welcome Beer and Bible. to Beer and Bible, folks. Uh, we're we gonna get this one one of these days. Yeah, we need a new intro. Have you thought about what intro song you would choose? No, I haven't. Okay, but we should probably like pre-record ourselves doing an intro. Like, what, what do you get mean? some consistency? Consistency, right? Yeah. Okay, but then we'd have to like switch it up for situations like this where I'm sober and broken. Oh yeah, so. Um, so this is Beer and Bible. I am Neil, Encyclopedia Bibliotheca, that does ninety nine point five percent of the research. Ninety nine point nine, at least, yeah, of the research here. <laughs> and I'm Chris. Um, as of right now, I am only the resident Bible reader. That's my only skill, my only contribution to this, and the occasional shinfo, like you know, talking about monster trucks and stuff. Yeah, which is short for <laughs> shitty info. I did not create that. Every time I die, I did their band. Check yeah. them out. All right, so that we get yeah, trademark, <laughs> trademark, yeah. trademark. All right, everybody. Um, speaking of every time we die, we'll talk about Jesus. Woo! That he only died weird. once. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I know that was a really weird. Like I tried to make it work, it didn't work. I mean, I was fine with it. All right, so we are in. Oh Matthew shit! I'm on the wrong page. Chapter eight. You probably saw that on the title of this podcast yes. before you clicked on it. Still in Matthew. We're in Matthew chapter eight, and so we're kicking off in verse twenty-three again. We've got Jesus doing the healings and the demon castings, and he does a little. He says a little sassy. He gets a little sassy in this section. I like reading the headings on, or like the chapter or section yeah. titles, and because you know they give them to you on these Bibles, the KJ is a, no New International versions. Well, I think most of them do, don't they? Don't they give you those little heading titles? Of the, I think so. Yeah. So this one's like it's like the beginning of the episode. You know, it's like the healing of two demon possessed men. That's so. This is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, we got that one going on. So when he arrived at the other side, whoa, 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 oh, twenty-three, man, we got a certain twenty-three. What? Oh, dang! Sorry, it piggybacked off of the other one. All right, so, oh yeah, dang it! You should have caught me when I read the heading. Oh no, it was uh, uh, that is one of the headings we are getting into. Damn We're it. just jumping All right, ahead. so this one's Jesus calms the storm. Again, I've marked this Bible up so much. It, I can't even tell sometimes. It is really hard. I need to, to like start changing the pin color for like each time I pick it up, like cycle between like different colors so I'm not like We could get highlighters. Eh, that might work. Yeah. All right, so this one is Jesus calms the storm. Then he got into the boat. Oh, cuz last time he's like we ended with like he's like I'm going around the lake. Yeah. Um and we talked about that a little bit. So now, 
or I need to get to the other side of the lake, I guess is what he said. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go do do my thing somewhere else. Yeah. And there's like, hey, can I follow you? And he's like, look, I, I, I don't have any place to crash. <laughs> and then another guy's, can I follow you like later? Can I catch up with you guys? You're later? not committed you, enough. Yeah, can you Fuck tell me? Off. Where you get, whereabouts will you be? Like, I can I'll, I can text you when I'm there. Right. <laughs> All right, so Jesus calms the storm. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. The son of man. That's, That's another big quote from, or like, not big quote, but like think, something you hear. Oh, ye of little faith. Yeah. You know, I've heard a lot of people use that. Yeah. I think not ye, it's like, oh, ye of little faith. Yeah. I think they throw that in people's faces a lot of times. Like, yeah. That's a great way of getting out of a conversation. <laughs> Hey, are you uh you gonna finish that those TPS reports? Oh, you of little faith. <laughs> I don't know what he. They didn't really. What? Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean he's going to do it? <laughs> I think so. We'll never know. Yeah. Uh. So this uh the son of man has no place to rest his head. So like, where is he going right now? Uh, he's chron- resting his head on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Take a nap. Um. I'm on a boat. Mother- yep. I'm on a boat. Uh. He, not with T pain. Just T Peter. <laughs> I don't know. T and P. Yeah. Um, so, chronological note, uh, probably not actually right after the previous discussion. That's just how Matthew wants to tell the story. Like He just moves details around. Uh, Jesus gets on the boat first to show his disciples. Uh, might, might be like Jesus got on the boat and then his disciples came with him. Just shows like his disciples are following him. Like he, He's the one in charge. Kind of stage directions, if you will. Gotcha. Um, the story actually it parallels the story of Jonah. So Jonah was a prophet, slightly racist prophet. Um, so Jonah was a guy he, uh, eaten by a big fish. That's like the everyone knows. Yeah, everybody kind of knows he, the gist hears that, of that one. Yeah. So uh, God comes to Jonah and says, "Jonah, you're going to go to Nineveh and you're going to convince them to turn around, like repent." So that's like telling somebody from Afghanistan, Iraq, somewhere that USA has invaded and been like, "You're going to go over there and tell them about like God's love and peace." And like, no, they come over here and they destroy us and blow stuff up. And like, no, 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 it's okay. Cause, like, because Syria at the time is, uh, or yeah, uh, so Nineveh at the time, the capital Syria, uh, this is way before the time of Jesus. By the way, if you're like trying to follow, yeah, this is Old Testament old, stuff. Old stuff. Um, they were the superpower and they controlled things and they were oppressive, blah, blah, blah. And so God says to Jonah, like, I, I'm like, I'm the God of the universe and everything else. You go to them and you're going to go tell them like about my love and grace and all this stuff and like, or tell them to repent, give them my message because I'm going to destroy them in a few days. And if and you need to tell them this and he goes, no. So he jumps. So he's like, I guess he's hoping that God will just surprise them. Just be like, I'm going to destroy you now. So <laughs> Jonah just heads the other way. Uh, he literally gets in a boat and goes the opposite direction and they end up throwing him off the boat into the water. He gets swallowed by a fish and then he decides he's going to go ahead and do what God says. This fish spits him up on shore. He goes to Nineveh and he goes over there and he goes, uh, repent, the, repent the kingdom is nigh and the world's going to end. Like what? What? I'm sorry about that. What was it, Jonah? The world's going to end. Like, like <laughs> yeah, Repent. And then, and so what happens, um, he kind of mutters it under his breath. That's that's my interpretation. Like half ass yeah. it. Yeah. So then, uh, so then the uh, the emperor, or king of Nineveh, whatever of of Syria, just goes in and has everybody repent, and they change their ways and everything else. And then God basically lets them get like lets them go. Like God's like, okay, it's cool. 
Yeah, he actually for like forgives them. Yeah, forgives them. And then and then uh, and then Jonas starts like he gets up like on a hill and he starts thinking, okay, I'm gonna watch the this place burn because keep in mind, Nineveh, like Jonah does not like Nineveh, yeah, and for good reason. And uh, and then God's and 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 uh, and then basically God doesn't destroy it, and he has this whole argument with God of just like. I knew you were going to give them cheap grace, basically. You were going to let them get away with it, and I wanted to see them. I knew if they did repent, then you were going to get, I know that you're a good God, and you're going to give them a break. Yeah. So that that's the story of Jonah in a quick, really terse way. We thing. should do an episode of that down the road sometime. All right, yeah. I think that would be cool. We could do that. We could do that. There's a lot of meat and potatoes there, there to is, dig into. There is. That was, uh, that was my prophets project when I was in my class Ooh. back in school. Yeah, my focus was on the book of Jonah. Nice. Um, so that's a whole other story. Um, anyways, uh, so let's continue the story. So uh, the parallels in the story of Jonah, a uh, prophet in a boat and a storm comes up because when the storm comes up, that's when he has the, he gets thrown over. It must have been a big-ass lake, too, to like have it, to go around it or through it instead of around it. It's, uh, I can't remember how large, is it two miles across and five miles? I think it's two miles. That's a pretty good size lake yeah. if there's like a boat sitting right there that you could scoot across on instead of hiking like five miles around or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the, it's the Sea of Galilee or that's what they, they call it, the Sea of Galilee. It's a, it's a lake. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it goes down into the Dead Sea and that's the larger body of water mm-hmm. in the south and that's the one where people like go and like do salt sea scrubs or like you can lay in that thing and it's so salty that you just float on top of the water. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Google that later. uh, You can be our extra research guy. (laughs) I don't want it. Um, So then also, so another thing is about Jonah is that he was going into Gentile territory. That is non-Jewish territory. Yeah. So in the same way, uh, Jesus is going into non-Jewish place across the, the, uh, across the lake over there. Uh, Mark's account has more than one G, uh, one boat, so I guess like Jesus has a fleet. Maybe they did like six to six. I don't know. Ooh. So let's take uh, boats. Uh, Nineteen eighty five, they found an Israeli fishing boat about twenty six feet long and seven and a half feet wide. So that's how that's that's how big this boat is possibly. Huh. That's a good size boat. Yeah. Um, you guys have a boat, right? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Ours, is, that one out there is like seventeen feet. Okay. Yeah. So so I, a good bit bigger than that one. Yeah. 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 Um. Matthew uses the uh, the word uh, seismos, which is used for earthquakes to, d- to describe how great the, uh, the storm was. So, pretty powerful storm. Yeah. Uh, the surface of the sea is more than 600 feet below sea level, uh, and, and the rapidly rising hot air draws from the southeastern tablelands uh, violent winds whose airs, whose cold air turns up the water. So, these are powerful storms that show up. <laughs> and from what I, I got a friend that lives near this, this sea, and he says, like, those things can pop up pretty quick. Really? Yeah. Like they'll just be like, oh shoot, we got like twenty minutes. Do you remember when we were lifeguards and we were over at? (laughs) (laughs) This is what back when we were working at a pool at the Moose Lodge. No, we were older than fifteen at that that point. point. Yeah. Um. So we were in our. We were in. I was driving. I was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. And I remember what we'd do is is there'd be like uh, a um, uh, a storm would come up and it'd be coming from the valley. And you just suddenly see, we we always saw it before anybody else did because of where we were. We were on the western side of, of the Roanoke County area. Yeah. And then we'd see that, uh, the the storms coming, and we would see down the valley and see that. And it was just like, okay, start closing up all the umbrellas as quickly as we can. Yeah. And you could sit there and you could look at the weather report. We didn't like have radar or smartphones at the time because we're old. But back in the day, we didn't have any of that. You would just listen to it. Yeah. And it was just like, oh. 
that is crazy like where we were you know to think about because now it's like you got it in your pocket all the time but like there it's like we had like nothing there wasn't even a computer on like maybe up in the main office but like yeah yeah that's crazy to yep. think about it was more of a you just you just see it <laughs> yeah yeah like you would knew you knew that like oh it's a 30 percent chance today yeah and then that's that's all we had to go off so <laughs> we think it's gonna storm this afternoon good times and then and then but then you'd see it and it would show up but you didn't have exactly when or where but you it just pop up yeah it'd be so, like you'd see the storm then you'd feel that wind hit you you're scrambling in your little yeah. red shorts to get those umbrellas down <laughs> yeah um let's see then uh so that, that just give you an idea of, of what that's like uh, and then oh yeah, the the hills surrounding were about two thousand feet, and it's over six hundred. So that makes it over six hundred feet below sea level, or the the lake is. So that gives you a pretty big difference in height there. Uh, Mark has Jesus sleeping on the stern on a cushion. Uh, and then normally boats had a raised section with a cushion or rug to draw in the fish from. Dude, Probably, it is nice to sleep on a sailboat like that. It, just that little rock, and that yeah. you know. Oh man. I'm getting tired right now just thinking of Jesus propped up on a pillow at the front of a sailboat. Just like, yeah, sleepy. It's great. Little Got sleepy. The warm Jesus. sun kind of shining on you. Well, yeah. Until the storm comes up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Only, no, no, you're, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, only time. This is the only time that we have Jesus sleeping in the Gospels, by the way. Oh. Only time we have record of it. Um, and Mark. Uh, Mark. Well, it's because this shit happened, and they realized, like, guess I'm never going to get any rest with these bozos around, and he's a little freaking storms yeah like as soon as we land over there people are gonna be like healed yeah, last time i, I went to problem. sleep these idiots woke me up talking about some little old rain yeah <laughs> um so that uh so how serious is the storm it's pretty decent uh seasoned fishermen here are scared for their lives like they're on this lake all day ah. i'm like freaking out they're being dramatic yeah that's probably what jesus said too like, <laughs> i'm trying to sleep could you guys chill i thought you guys were fishermen like y'all should have seen what dad did to those motherfuckers when we had noah build that boat yeah <laughs> um so uh back to jonah instead of throwing the prophet overboard the prophet because that, that's the, <laughs> oh yeah that's right i forgot about so that. so he tells in jonah he tells the other people when there's a storm that comes up he goes throw me overboard like i'm the reason god's mad at us he's controlling the wind and the waves and they were like no we can't throw this no they threw that motherfucker yeah, they, right over <laughs> right over <laughs> and then you have uh here you have the prophet of this story uh who tells the wind and the waves to chill out and something to keep keep in mind is like why does he go and say okay i'll just be honest with you guys it's my god that's doing this is because in the judeo mindset uh, uh is that or Jewish mindset. I don't know if it's a Judeo, Judeo-Christian. I don't know how Christians feel about this, but the <laughs> Jewish mindset, uh, controlling the weather was something only God could do. Right. So Satan can like fake him other miracles, like, oh, this guy is like, I've healed this guy, or I did this, or I casted a demon out. Like Satan could fake those things. Yeah. But uh, the weather was not within... Uh, that the, was off limits. Yeah. He couldn't touch that shit. Yeah. So, that, uh, so no other god, small gods, like, yeah, not... not only the one God, one true God of Israel can control <laughs> he that. He stands up on the boat. He's, they're like, why, why? He's like, nope, this is me. <laughs> Jonah, he's like, this, yeah. yeah, this is my God. Y'all are, I know what we need to do here. Shit. <laughs> yeah. It it might, may or may not have been my fault. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to take full credit for this, but throw me overboard and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and then uh, save us is usually used in uh, in Matthew for an immediate present need. It's not like, save me, save my soul. It's not like that. It's like, save us. Like, crap's going, like, this is bad. The, the the plane is going down save us yeah and and like it's not like jesus is like 
today you'll be with me in heaven. No, <laughs> I don't want to be with you in heaven. Like I'm down with that, but later, please. It's it's like planes going down. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then uh, the, the like the more like end times, like save us, like the that like end times kind of stuff and soul saving stuff will come later. Um, rebuking the disciples. Mark's account includes the rebuke of faith as well. Just re- reverse. Jesus uh, tells the, the disciples to exercise faith that they already possess. Like you have little faith. Like mm-hmm. at least use some of it. Uh, oligopisti. There we go. I had to like struggle with that one a little bit. Men of little faith, hearkening back to uh, the Sermon on the Mount. Like having uh, oh those those who have little faith like oh you so he's like going back and, and referencing that again. Uh, Matthew starts to develop his uh, Christology. We talked about um, Christology is like your belief system concerning Jesus. Like someone with high Christology is Jesus is God. He's amazing and blah blah blah. Someone with low Christology is like uh, he was a pretty cool dude. Yeah. Or like maybe he didn't you know he was just a guy. Ah. So that that's when I say say that. So he starts to d- define what he thinks about Jesus here in his stories. Uh, Son of Man from Daniel chapter 7. We mentioned that earlier. Uh, and then we also have, um, he, so if he's going to say he's the Son of Man, he needs to then prove it that he has got this divine authority. Remember when we talked about that? Like the Daniel chapter 7 guy it has the same uh, dominion as God. Yeah. So then Matthew adds that in there and says, and he, he's saying that he, he controls the wind and the waves. And I'm going to run through a couple of lists of verses. If anybody is annoyed and wants to check this out, um, Psalm 89, 8 through 9, Psalm 107, 29, Psalm 104, 7, Psalm uh, 106, 9, and then I think Nahum 1, 4. I think that's that Nahum. Anyways. I've, hopefully I'm not like making up the book of the prophets <laughs> except I got NA as my like initials here uh, but I'm like wait what was it is that name is that is that you got a bible is yeah. that a, is that a real book yeah I think so okay because like I've been also listening to a lot of uh, other bible names so I'm all that I'm like which one is this yep Nahum N-A-H-U-M Nahum uh, 1-4 so those are all examples of God controlling the wind and the waves or controlling weather Anyways, so back to, let's go to verse 28 through 29. All right, let's do it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, now we got the demons. Yeah. <laughs> the healing of the two demon-possessed men. When he arrived at the other side in the region of Gadarenes, uh, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God? They shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? That's interesting. Yeah. So these aren't like, I know last, uh, a couple episodes we talked about, like, they brought their demon possessed, blah, 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 and we talked about all the things that that could possibly be, but these two guys are just like, roll up, and it's like, like, they straight up got demons in them. Yeah, and they're stronger than other people. Yeah. Like, they're, they're no one could pass because they were just awesomely strong. Ah, that's crazy. There's no getting around that. No, and I'm thinking about Batman and Bane, like when he hits the button, but not, not like the cool one with Tom Hardy. I'm thinking the old one, yeah, Bat Nipples, Bat uh, Bane, <laughs> uh, back with the George Clooney one, where he like hits the button, and he's like, ah, I forgot Bane was even in that movie. Yeah, yeah, because they just made him stupid, <laughs> and he just followed in with Irma around. Huh. Yeah. So, all right. Anyways, um, so the, uh, the timing. So per Mark Moore, who's one of our historians. Uh, that we look at, um, they leave around six or seven p.m. and arrive around nine or ten. So this is pretty late at night. 
Um, as we get into the story, Matthew is less focused on the experience of the demoniacs and more interested in Jesus and the response of the town. Again, uh, for Matthew, if he is used to the idea of demons being healed, like having to go over that same old stuff, yeah. not as important as talking about, okay, well, what happened and what does this mean for Jesus? And what does this, what does this mean for my story? So again, think, think Matthew as the author and the focus. Um, and then, uh, Gadarin, Gadarin, we're not really sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how yeah. to say that city. Uh, possibly village of Gadara near the village of Gerasa, uh, midpoint on the lake's eastern shore. It could be adjacent hillside with ancient tombs providing shelter from the weather. So maybe like these guys or the demons are like, we should hide these flesh bodies, like these flesh bags um, over, uh, over like, we understand, like the demons are like, we understand that these things are very, very fragile. <laughs> They're not very durable. <laughs> That's funny. That's how I imagine it. Yeah. I don't know if that's how, like, I don't know how the demon possession exactly works. I've never tried it myself. But that's how I imagine the demons are like, mm. Gotta be careful with these things. Yeah, it's, it's like a Japanese mech anime, but it's like demons inside of humans. <laughs> we can't do that with these things. We can't only, we can't push it past 70 miles an hour. That's great. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm I'm sober, too. I promise. <laughs> Um, Gadara is 16 miles away, seven miles inland. So maybe, so maybe, but maybe it's like a better known city. So like in the, in the region of this, it's like in the DC metro area. Gotcha. That's what we talk about. Like, uh, no, that's not in actually Washington DC proper, but it's the DC. You know, they, you know where we're talking about, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like an area where people are willing to sit two hours in traffic to get into DC every day for, (laughs) for work. Um, and then Origen uh, argues for the Gergesenes. Gergesenes. That's uh, he's an early church uh, writer. Um, and then tombs have been fo- uh, found uh, have been found that were carved into into the limestone cliffs on that side. Uh, this is one of those major mistakes um, in the Bible, like because we're not exactly sure exactly what it is. So there are a bunch of variations. So people have tried to correct it. So it's like, all right, you copied it. I'm going to copy it. And I'm like, uh, I don't think Chris knew exactly what he's talking about. So I'm going <laughs> to fix it up a little bit more. Right. So they try and figure that out. That would be a smart choice if you're dealing with something that I wrote. Yeah, there, there's just a lot of variations, uh, so we're not exactly sure. Uh, and then the Decapolis, that area, is a Roman stronghold. So there are a lot of Romans in that area. So he's passing away from... So he's going from Capernaum, um, which is mostly Jewish, 4,000, but then it's got a mixture of other people in there as well. And it's got a couple of Roman soldiers hanging out, not a whole lot in that area. And then now he's going to a place where it is. it might have a few Jewish people, but mostly Roman. Hmm this point um and then uh the two unclean demoniacs too uh so uh it might just indicate that this is something that jesus did a lot of not just a one-off occur- occurrence like he had he had to deal with these demoniacs all the time like it was a pretty regular thing on the reg like, hey guys yeah and well they knew who he was as soon as he walked up yeah so yeah and, and uh so Matthew might have been copying off mark when he's writing his account he's like copying his homework yeah and um i think mark only has one so it might be that Matthew just doubled, and that happens a lot. Matthew will double Mark's. Mark has this, and Matthew's like, We're, I'm going to have two of those. <laughs> Maybe. So, I don't, again, not arguing whether or not historic or not, like, historic or not historic, like, I don't know. Just telling you, just giving you the facts. Yeah. Um, or that there was there were two, but one was, like, more prominent. Like in Mark's account, like okay, yeah, there were there were a couple of demoniacs, but there was one, and that guy was nuts. Yeah, this was definitely demons. That yeah. guy didn't eat something bad or anything that day. This was this was one hundred percent fucking demons. Like he was even more naked than the other guy, and more <laughs> crazy. What? 
Um, and then uh, uh, one another guy was like, uh, he kind of explains this. He's like, um, he was thinking of it more of this illustration of, oh yeah, I saw. And then we like name off like, oh yeah, I saw Matt the other day. Yeah, yeah, and his family was there too. Like, wait, what? But the like the focus in is I went to go see our friend Matt. Yeah. But then the fact that his family's there is just like, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ignore them that they were there, but the focus was on Matt. Right. So it might have been that. Like that could have been another way of writing that. Uh, they're living amongst the dead. So again, that this is not normal for a Jewish person. That's unclean stuff. Yeah. Um, it also says that. Uh, so were they like hanging out at like the graveyard or yeah. like the where like they in the tombs? Like they would like probably where like the other bodies were. Ooh. Like just dead bodies. And it's even creepier. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like and you, you've listened to a lot of the uh, a lot of serial killer stuff. You should know all the creepy stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be like here's like somebody buried somebody. And like okay, well I'm gonna go hang out there. And this is the the tombs are when we, we talked about it last time where they where you put the bones in the ostery box. Yeah. So you'd put the body in the tomb, let the tomb let them decompose for a year. Let it do and its then, job. Then go grab the bones and put it in an ostery. Hmm. So, so people probably there's probably a lot of bones that need to be collected because these assholes are hanging hanging out. out yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, doing demon stuff. Doing what do demons do? What is demon stuff? I, I imagine they fuck things, <laughs> just like random animals and stuff around there. Or they just like beat their head against walls or like. Now I'm wondering what the like demons' preferences are because I'm like, are is it, is it like goats? Is it because I've seen like a lot of that stuff with Satan stuff? Probably pigs. Pigs, yeah, a lot thing. of unclean things. Or or do they like do they go after like the clean animals just so they can't be used for sacrifices? Yeah, just to like. Fuck them up like, so that nobody else can use them. Yeah, like I can't take this sheep. Kind of like, like there's shit in your eye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. This is like things I'm gonna ask a demon next. I'll time do. This will be my research for this evening on <laughs> Rabbi Google. What do de- what do demons do to pass the time? <laughs> oh man, I hope you find like a blog. Oh, I'm sure there's that's, something that's out there, dude. With fucking Reddit, like you know. Oh yeah, sky's the limit. <laughs> um, so they're naked. Uh, they're social. They're Social isolation. They're strong. Uh, they're shouting. They recognize Jesus uh, immediately. And, uh, they live in caves or tombs. Um, and demons control uh, speech. That's kind of like that's Mark Moore's rundown of what they they're doing. What's like? What do these guys look like? What is? What the, do you pull that straight out of a bestiary or something? I have no idea. Where <laughs> or bestiary. I have no idea where he got that. <laughs> but he's like, this is what they do. That's like something I'd read while I'm playing Castlevania. Like when you get a new like discovery, new villain. It's. Like, you know, most, mostly dwells in caves and among the dead. <laughs> Powers include spitting fire and fucking sheep. <laughs> I, I've, now I want to play Castlevania. I've never played it before. <laughs> Do you have to, like, wait until they're on the sheep to then make the attack? It makes it way easier. Okay. No, I don't know. There's nothing that fucks sheep, but that sounds like, you know, sounds like what they do. Yeah. Again, you're going to look into this. We'll have more information on this next week. Uh, so that way I'm doing less and less of the research. Like, <laughs> proportionally, I might be doing the same amount of research, but it's going to sound better as, like, the proportions change. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Most High God, uh, very Jewish title for God. Uh, so, uh, plus names usually mean power over somebody. So, like, trying to call out somebody's name. So, like, if I know your name, I have power over you kind of thing. Uh, just a, an idea. Like, that's why they're like, tell me when Jesus is like, tell me your name. And yeah. Like, Our name is Legion. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that has to come in with um, the cultural understanding of, of uh, demon casting. Hmm. Demon casting? That sounds like you're trying to throw demons at people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, take a demon. I'm going to give you seven mm-hmm. demons. 
I don't know what it would be called. Yeah, demon exercising. Exercise. Yeah, exor- exorcism. If you're out there exercising, yeah. <laughs> um, CrossFit. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Legion uh, was that was a terrible joke. Like that it's wasn't fine. even a joke. It was it's fine. Awful. Uh, Legion we just lost a couple listeners. No big deal. <sighs> I, gosh, I, uh, you almost lost me. My own. Like I'm almost ashamed to come back on the podcast. <laughs> Um, the Legion was used uh, by other gr- Jewish groups t- uh, to refer to a bunch of demons, which I'm not sure, like, wh- what do you call a bunch of demons? Is it like, so you've got a goring of butchers. Uh, you have a, uh, was it like a crash of rhinos? Like the names for animals and professions? A murder of crows. Murder of crows, yeah. 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 I don't know. If there's like a, a gaggle of demons. Gaggle, yeah. Is it a gaggle, a batch, a herd of demons? <laughs> a shitload. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it is a legion, a legion of demons. What is? is where'd you get the legion thing? Uh, from the does it not say that in there? Not in this one. No. Um, maybe it's a different version. Yeah, maybe maybe there's another one in there. I maybe it's from another gospel that talked about it. Might have been Mark's that he uses. The Keep word going name. through your notes. Let me anyway. look it up real quick. I can do a live research here. All right. Uh, then uh, what uh, what kind of man is this? Like the the idea is like the demons seem to know like they know who he is. So the, the the disciples ask the question, like they're on the boat and they're like, what kind of man is this that can make the wind and the waves stop? Like what's going on here? And then they get over there and the demons are like, ah, the son of the most high God. And they're like, oh, that's who. He's like, no, that's who I used to be. I'm the son of man now. Yeah, yeah. I had a name change. Get, was, with, the, was, get with the times, yeah. bitch. I'm the, I'm, the, uh, I'm the Messiah formerly known as the son of the most high. Um, or the, the Lord of the Most High God, or whatever is it? Most High God, whatever. Anyways, um, I don't have the Bible in front of me. You have your Bible in front of you. I've got two Bibles. I got my Google Bible and the whatever the fuck this one is. Yeah, the New International. New International. <laughs> I got to turn this mic a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Okay. I found a different one yeah. here. Uh, they went across the lake to the legion to the region of Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. So this is a lot more. Yeah, is that Mark? Uh, oh, yeah, that is Mark. Yeah. That's why. All right, what, do you want me to get through to the... No, we're going to stay in Matthew. We're, we'll come back and do Mark next gospel. I don't see the Legion part. But oh, does it say Legion? Blah, 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 blah. What do you want me to do come out of this movie? Oh, here we go. Yeah, so Mark does talk about the name. Okay, my name is Legion. Okay, there we go. Okay. There we go. I can't remember like if Matthew... You've got the Bible. I've just got my notes. Yeah. Uh, we've really divided the labor really well Well, that's... I, I, that's so, there uh, we go. Yeah, yeah. So Mark's the one that's like, fucking Matthew, go into a little more detail next time, bitch. Yeah, he, he sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. He's He's got his own... Matthew! Yeah. Um, so, the, so again, what kind of man is this is what the disciples asked when they saw him stop the wind and the waves and yeah. the demons are the way, are the ones who are answering what kind of man this is, the servant of the most high or whatever, like the, something of the most high, uh, coming from the team. Uh, what do you want with a son of God? That's all we've got oh, okay. so far. Okay. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Yeah. So the, the son of God or whatever, that's what they're, we know who you are now. Yeah. Um, and then torture, uh, basana, uh, basanise, uh, is the sense to torture in a judicial examination. Mm. So this isn't like, you're just trying to toy with us. Like, are you here to judge us ah. before the appointed time? Which means there's some sort of idea that there's an end time judgment. Oh, so there, I, that, that was going to be my next question. It's like, what's this appointed time? Like, yeah. 
So there's this, uh, the theological idea of Matthew is there is an end time and there will be a final torment or destruction of these evil spirits. Ooh. So I'm not sure if that means like, and again, we're, we're getting into, does that mean forever and ever and ever? Or does that mean like there will be a time they're going to be tortured, they're going to be dead, that's going to be it? That's a whole other thing <laughs> that we're not getting another into, day. Well, we will get into it because Matthew will hit on it a little uh, bit. We'll have, we'll have points in like in it. we'll we'll have points where we get to debate that. Um, my point is that you don't have to you don't have to use this as a verse to prove that it is forever and ever. Gotcha. So it can be done either way. All right, thirty through thirty four, our last section. That sounds uh, like we're gonna be done quick. We're not. <laughs> Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, if you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. He said to them, go. So they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off, went into the town and reported all this, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus. When they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. We love those demons. They were like great entertainment. We'd get drunk on the weekend, and we'd sit there, and we'd watch the demons, and you fucking did that, and you took out our pigs in the process. Yeah, because we, that'd be, man, that does sound like a good time, actually. Like, we used to do pork barbecue, <laughs> get drunk, have pork barbecue, and watch the demons. Now we have neither of those. <laughs> oh, man, we used to throw rocks at those guys. Get the fuck out of here, Jesus. Um... Very unwelcome Jesus. Like, I know. That's a, what a dick move. <laughs> not not on him, but on these people. Well, I mean, like, he just killed off their, like, that's part of their food supply. Well. Like, I'd be. Like, but so, the demons, right? But the demons. <laughs> Got to get rid of the demons. Nobody likes demons. <laughs> uh, this is the only time. You don't dick- want them just hanging around, scaring the kids, yeah. shitting in public, like, <laughs> whatever else they do. Fucking the sheep. Well, I guess it's pigs. The pigs were close, close by. Close by, yeah. Maybe it was just whatever. Maybe that's why they wanted. We want to be one with the pigs that we love so dearly. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Um. So the this is the only time demon or daemon is bacon used. screams while you're frying it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is an awesome image. Uh, all I've got is puns. Like it's the, <laughs> this is the first case of deviled ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyways, only time demon or uh, daemon is used in the New Testament. Demon possession is commonly found uh, in oppression and uh, colonial domination by Hollenbach. I don't know who that is. Yeah, the church really grabbed onto these demon and devil things later on. Yeah, I think that's it became way cooler than they what we loved that shit. Yeah, demons, we got to kill you. Demons, yeah. we got to kill you. We got to drive these demons out. If you don't live right, you're going to have fucking demons. They're going to be raping you and staying inside of you, and yeah. you're you going to die. Have you seen Sally? Yeah, I think she's a witch. <laughs> what? No, she's really nice. I think she's a witch. Yeah. Does this have anything to do with what she said about your pie last week? No. I think she's a witch. <laughs> that bitch. I mean witch. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyways. Uh, uh, the church. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, to quote, uh, to quote, what was it? Augustine of Hippo, maybe? Uh, she's a whore, but she's my mother. <laughs> yeah. Never heard that. Was it Augustus or Augustine? I don't know. It was, yeah, this is an old, old uh, church saying uh, <laughs> talking about the church was, uh, she's a whore, but she's my mother. Wow. I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And people think that we're risque, like doing this in 2021, <laughs> but man. Oh, man. Um, anyways. Uh, so why do they want to go? Uh, why do they want to go into the pigs? There's some sort of abyss that maybe like much worse than this. Maybe like a unhold, uh, holding place for the righteous, uh, for the unrighteous. So they're like, 
look, we know the deal. Like we know we're going to get judged eventually and you can send us into like jail now, but could we get like, uh, I don't know, like go out on bail or something. Wait, so that's saying, would that be, sorry, Bond. would would that be Greek or would that be Latin? Well, uh, that kind of idea? She's a whore, but she's my Oh, I think that was uh, Latin originally, I think. I'm just thinking of great Christian quote tattoo ideas that I could get. (laughs) I I would love to I would have to get it in Latin so that no one could read it. Yeah, because people would be like, how dare you speak about your mom that way? I'll find out who actually originally said it and we can- We We could dig into that? Yeah. The church, she's my whore, but she's my mother. That would be a fantastic quote. <laughs> All right, so back to back to All right. Uh. Uh, maybe they prefer to be embodied rather than disembodied. I don't know why. Like, again, I don't know. I've never asked a demon. Like, that's going to be my second question for a demon. You know what the first one's going to be? What? Well, what do you like to fuck? <laughs> exactly. What are your romantic interests? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just want to make sure I'm off the list, and then my next question's going to be... Just licks its lips. Yeah. <laughs> um... Pigs were the mascot of uh, of the Roman 10th uh, Fraten- Fratensis Legion stationed in Syria, the Decapolis area. So the exact area that we're talking about, their uh, their mascot was a pig. And huh. one of the main, they were also one of the main um, legions that destroyed the temple in, uh, in the Common Era. Oh. Yeah, in 70 Common Era. And then, uh, associate, so maybe what they're doing is maybe he's associating Romans with pigs or showing Jesus' power over the Romans. So if you're reading this thinking, like, maybe Jesus is going to overthrow Rome, you could be like, oh. You're getting excited reading like, this. Like, shoot, he just threw, like, he symbolically destroyed a legion. Like, not just a demo- demon legion, but he did it that destroyed the pigs, which is the mascot of this legion here. Yeah, so there's, like, a lot of symbolism going on yeah. here. Um, up and go, uh, similar to the centurion's comment uh, that others obey him. Like you say to me, go, and I and goes. Yeah. So like Jesus, is like all right, go. Like that exact same quote from the centurion is when the centurion's like, you just say it and it's done. Now Jesus is doing that exact thing. Yeah. Um, and then the demon to pig ratio is three to one. Uh, I don't know why I know this. Disperse evenly among the pigs. pigs yeah. Uh, three in each in each pig could be as small as uh, two thousand forty eight people. A legion could be that. Why does Jesus go along with their idea? Uh, some think that he lets um, he lets them understand their nature, which is so destructive that it actually ends up poorly for them in, uh, in a way. So, like, like demons can't. The idea is like demons can do nothing but destroy whatever they're in. So when they're in the guys, they're just running around thrashing, cutting themselves, um, living in caves, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So then when they go into pigs, the pigs go crazy as well, and they just naturally destroy themselves. Ah, and so then they run into the in, in there. Um, and then, uh, so why are there pigs? Again, we're in Gentile ter- territory, so we're not like that. Not, was going to be one yeah. of my questions, and I, yeah, that's yes. a good point. So they're they're in Gentile territory. There's so there might be Jewish people here, but it's going to be predominantly like pig eating, like barbecue loving Gentiles. Yeah, um, nothing wrong with that. No, no, um, I'm not judging you. God is. <laughs> it's the old test. If anyone's wondering about that, we'll have to do an, a night where we go through Leviticus and we talk about the old. Oh, Testament we're going to have to yeah. just hit some of the big ones. Yeah, like the popular ones. Yeah. Or more well known. I, sh- I shouldn't say popular, but the more well known like things. Yeah. Um, so they're about two. Uh, they're about two thousand of the pigs, according to Mark, because he gets specific and adds the details that we skipped over. Potentially for pagan sacrifices. Uh, maybe that's why they were there. That's not a very strong like teaching. There, we don't see much in that area of being like, oh, there was definitely a temple, like pig temple there. It was mostly <laughs> probably just be like, this is where we, what we eat. Like, yeah. Like, this is. We're not going to do like the Jewish thing. What do the Jews do? They take lambs and they offer it to their God. Do they eat eat any of it? A little bit. Like what? What a waste. Yeah. 
Um, have they ever tried bacon? Uh, punishment for raising or uh, using uh, unkosher animals. So it might be like, if you're going to have these, like it might be like Jesus being like, you know what? I hate unkosher stuff so much. I'm going to send the demons into them so they're destroyed. <laughs> they're like, send us in the pigs. Mm, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. S- send us into the, the uh, into the lambs over there. No. Uh, send us into... The pigs? The pigs? Yeah, okay. That's, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with that. Deal. Deal. Um, and then... Uh, uh, let's see here. This probably illustrates the destructive force of these demons. Uh, we mo- uh, note in Mark twenty nine twenty two, there's a boy being thrown into a fire by uh, by a demon. So this kind of fits Ugh. within the disciples. Yeah. yeah. So so this fits in the disciples' idea of like, again, like demons destroy whatever they're in. So that might have been it. Um, and then uh, the servants need to explain this now. And like the reason they run off, they've got to go explain to their employers. Like they they were like not shepherds but pig herds. Pig herders? Piggards. Piggards. So the piggards have to go back and be like, hey, uh, you remember those 2,000 um, pigs that you had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this? Yeah, why'd you leave them? So they all like jumped into the lake. Yeah, they're demon-possessed and drowning. Yeah. Or they might be alive, but they're in the lake. Yeah. So they're a problem now. <laughs> yeah. So we can't really shepherd. Like, that's not in our contract. I don't know. <laughs> so they've got to go explain that. So that would have been it. Um, so this probably would have been a huge, uh, huge economical impact, economic impact on the locality. 2,000 pigs. That's a lot of food. Yeah. Down the drain, down the, down the cliff. Down the cliff. Down the cliff. Um, the townspeople uh, and Mark, they walk out to see the guy, this one singular guy clothed in his right mind, the whole city, or maybe it's just the representatives. Like, Two guys bust into the bar and are like, so all the pigs, what? All of them. How many? All of them. All of them went off the cliff. Why were you, why did you have them near the cliff? We had them nowhere near the cliff. Right. Like we know the demon guys are there. We don't go near that cliff. <laughs> and then, the, but then all of a sudden they started running like just a giant herd of like rampant pigs just ran off a cliff. <laughs> And That's so ludicrous. And then, yeah, and then, uh, and uh, just the demons implore Jesus. So now the ten- townspeople implore, like they're like, "Ah, oh, who are you? Like, do this, like, do it this way." And now they're like, uh, now the townspeople are like, now leave us alone. <laughs> like, the demons are like, put us in the pigs. Don't come and, and judge us. Don't don't do your judgment torture now. <laughs> and it's not time yet. So, uh, so then they're now like they're like, get out of here. Which again makes sense. Like, we don't know what else you're gonna screw up in our town. Like, yeah. We we were cool with having a two crazy guys living in the tombs <laughs> that were demons. Demons. We just wanted to have our uh, our continuous supply of barbecue here. <laughs> um, and then uh, the crazy naked men didn't kill the pigs. Uh, Jesus is. It's like they're not mad at them. They're mad at Jesus. Like what happened? And Jesus is like I did it. Um, and then one guy actually makes the comment. This is a commentary, Christian commentary. So just note this is going to be spiritualized. Uh, people are carrying the. the the people are care more about the pigs than they do the people. Yeah. They're like, they're like, ah, oh, dang it. Um, <laughs> we hated those guys anyway. That's why we left them demon possessed. Yeah. We love them pigs though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> damn it. Jesus. You can't eat the demoniacs. <laughs> I mean, you or don't can want them. you? <laughs> can you? <laughs> oh, uh, is this an example of the townspeople, uh, are connected with the demons? Like maybe they were like connected with them because they're, there's the same imploring of like, leave us alone. Ooh, so maybe it's a uh, whole demonic town. Yeah, and the disciples are like, "Yeah, Jesus, let's uh, or, get the fuck out of here." Or that the townspeople are acting like the demons ah, as well. Like they're, yeah. they're, oh, hey, wait a second, they're doing the same thing the demons guys did, and they had an excuse. Hmm. You don't. You're people. But it's also interesting that Jesus, like Jesus, comes to the to the demons, like you're going to the pigs, and then the townspeople come out, and he's like, oh, "Fine, I'll leave." 
I'm out of pigs. Yeah, I'm out of, <laughs> I just destroyed the last batch. Y'all are lucky I don't have any more pigs around here, else I'd be exercising all of y'all. Yeah. yeah. So I can, I like the idea of thinking about like the pig herder guys. Like, what, what, how do you explain this to your boss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you tell them. <laughs> I'm not telling them. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. I like demons. I can't wait for some more. Yeah, I think there are more that come up in uh, in the Gospel of Matthew. That's the most fun one. I will tell you, like, just if that's all you were listening to us for, that was probably the most fun talk about it because of the, the pigs and the, the strategy guide in the video game. It gives you like the breakdown of what a demon is in the bestiary, and then it's like <laughs> common weaknesses: a herd of pigs close by, yeah, or tactics, tactics. <laughs> Find a herd of pigs, tell them to get the fuck out of there. See, I, I don't play any video games, but I wonder if like it's like you're fighting a boss guy and then you like he kind of follows you a little bit and you get him close enough to the pigs like you can cast a spell where it transfers, transfers over. It over like. Hey, we'd be I mean, I'm way too lazy and unmotivated to design a video game, but that would be way cooler than the Christian video games I played when I was a kid like <laughs> fucking Moses and stuff. Yeah. Or I think it was Moses. I remember you throw your guy threw an M. Abra- yeah, it, killed people with it. Killed, yeah. Was or, it, no, it was a W. It was a W? Because it was the word. Oh, the word? It wasn't mana? Killing people with the word. Word? Oh, wow. They would just poof away, like the guards and stuff, when you throw it at them. Man. All yeah, right. Yeah, what a time. What a time <laughs> to be alive. What a time. <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment System. We, so you had Nintendo Entertainment System, and we talked about how we didn't have computers at our workplace, and we didn't have smartphones. We're dating ourselves. We have, like, we have, Yeah. We have dated the hell out of ourselves. Yeah, now we're both. Again, we, we talked about this earlier. You're 35. We're both 35 now. Yeah. I've crossed over. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Well, there's another one in the books. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, again, any uh, comments, shit talk, or, or likes, you know, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. Look for the mug and the cross. All right, guys. See ya.